The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. Do you use Facebook? For some of us, Facebook is a valuable tool. The other morning, I awoke with the first two lines of a limerick in my mind. Listen to this, this good start for limerick I had right in my head. There once was a doctor named Murray, whose hands were incredibly furry. I posted those lines on my Facebook page, and within minutes, Mike, who lives over in the lobster and community called Spruce Head, within minutes, Mike posted the last three lines. I edited what Mike, what Mike wrote a bit. I edited it and came up with this. There once was a dentist named Murray, whose hands were incredibly furry. As she fondled his chin, she said with a grin, I wear rubber gloves, so don't worry. And now I am able to offer it up to you today as a typical example of main artistic endeavors. Don't tell me that there is no use for Facebook. Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Thank you. 
the Frank West Orchestra here on the Humble Farm. I'm playing big band music today because I went to see a doctor friend of mine. I said to his secretary, when can you get me in? His secretary said, well, we can probably get you in a month or so. And after that, I talked to my doctor friend, and he said, you know, Humble, I listened to you on the radio for years. He says, you gave me so much pleasure. He says, we'll see what we can do. So I'll get you in next week. You know it's all who you know. I said, what did you like best on the Humble Farmer program? He says, big band. So for my doctor friend today, for you and for my doctor friend, we're going to hear big band music, Count Basie, Mel Torme, with all kinds of good people. Woody Herman, Duke Ellington. There is a small wastebasket beneath the sink in the upstairs bathroom of my house. Because back in 1970, I asked my father to put a bathroom in a farmer closet. The bathroom is small in this 1811 house, and there is no room on the wall for a rack for the toilet paper. Although... Now, thinking of it, it could be attached to the door. Yeah, I could have attached it to the door. But at present, the toilet paper lives on top of the water tank of the toilet. You might live in a house like that and know what I'm talking about. A while back, my wife, Marsha, the almost perfect woman, asked me if I knew that I had thrown the roll of toilet paper into the wastebasket. What does this mean? Either I have reached the age where I am unaware of some of my actions, or my wife Marsha is weaving a web of fantasy that will pave the way for my eventual premature commitment. Stay tuned, and thank you for listening. It don't mean a thing if it ain't got that 
Duke Ellington, do, 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 do. A few of my well-to-do friends have a thing they call a pellet stove. Does not this pellet stove conjure up images of turbaned men roasting a goat over a smoldering fire of sheep dung? Hey, you want to startle that sheep again, Akbar? We're running low on fuel here. Have you ever considered the benefits of using animal dung for energy? Listen to this. They include cheaper than most modern fuels, efficient, alleviates local pressure on wood resources, readily available, short walking time required to collect fuel, and it costs even less time required if your living space is shared by a sheep. No cash outlays necessary for purchase can be exchanged for other products. Less environmental pollution, safer disposal of animal dung, sustainable and renewable energy source. No people from away in their seasonal mountaintop cottages claiming that gigantic whirling blades spoil their view of the distant hills. If you use, are you listening to this now? I want to hear from you. If you use sheep droppings to heat your home, if you cook over a fire of sheep dung, I'd like to hear from you. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com.
Frank West here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening with any luck at all. You can hear me every week at this time playing old-fashioned music just for you right here on your favorite station. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. You know, I'd love to hear from you. And just a short while ago, while putting off plaster in a wall, which I don't know how to do. I don't know how to plaster a wall. But while putting it off, I looked in my Quicken, and my computer handles my finances, and I discovered that 99.74% of our income goes to Walmart for food. 9.74%. I was surprised to see that it was that much. Walmart's biggest customer base must be people like me with the lowest incomes. I know people who are so financially secure that they can afford to pay more for their groceries and do buy them elsewhere. Because you know as well as I do that the really rich people buy organic food at farmer's markets. There are oblique ways of boasting about your affluence. One way is to casually mention that you hate to pay your income tax. Oh, I hate to pay my income tax. Oh, Another way to boast of your affluence is to let slip that you never buy food at Walmart.
everybody's ending on that. What is it, a ninth? Do you get more worked up over little insignificant things than you used to? I seem to. A while back, I went to the store to buy some CD envelopes. They were nine ninety nine per box, and I took two. When I got home, I noticed on the little slip that I'd been charged ten ninety nine for each one, and I have the feeling that I was overcharged two dollars. And not long after that, I went to the store to buy a gallon of milk and a two dollar and twenty nine cent pink bottle of Pepto Bismol. At the register, I was charged $4 plus for the Pepto-Bismol. I said, I looked at the price tag on the shelf long and hard before I picked up this bottle of Pepto-Bismol because your pricing was very confusing and hard to read, but I think it was $2.29. That's what I said. So, four people behind me in the less than ten items lane, had to wait while the very nice checkout woman went up to see for herself. I turned around and I said to the people who were waiting behind me in the checkout line, we'll see what comes of this. Well, the checkout woman came back and she said, oh, you were right, because we made a mistake We're going to give it to you free. I said, Madam, if it weren't for this kind of thing happening to me, I wouldn't need Pepto-Bismol.
Do you think, in quantitative terms, one of my wife Masha's friends replied to her letter with this, Oh, we live in close quarters, a 1,300-square-foot condo in a former church. I do understand that one gets square feet by multiplying length by width, so their place might be... Ten feet wide and 130 feet long. They might live in a corridor. Have you ever been to our house? I have no idea of how wide our house is or how long it is. The only time you'd need to know how wide your house was would be when you were going to cut down a spruce tree to saw it into a six-by-six to replace the rotted sills on the north side. 
Does a 1,300-square-foot condo mean anything to you? When I really want to confuse people, I tell them that we live in an area about the size of the reading room at Harvard Law School. here on The Humble Farmer, where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. And if you think about it, a lot of road rage could probably be blamed on a condition called hypoglycemia, which I think means that some people snap quickly and get mad and do nutty things if they don't eat on a regular basis. 
I was over 40 years of age before I learned that if I ate on a regular basis, every three hours, the chemistry in my brain would change, and I wouldn't have these little senseless rage attacks like a spoiled child when things didn't go just the way I wanted. Are there people in your life you don't even dare talk to until they've had a good meal? They go wild over nothing. You know this. You live with it. You know that when these people are hungry, no matter what you say, they'll start an argument or snap at you. You know who these people are. Point at one of them right now.
everybody's ending on a ninth. Is that a ninth? I got to tell you who was on that rhythm section because it was so good. Ted Dunbar, guitar, T. Carson, piano, Eddie Jones, bass, Dennis Mackerel on drums. Very, very tight, wasn't it? Time for a couple more here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. When my wife, Marsha, the almost perfect woman, came home, I greeted her at the door with exciting news. I said, Mike has written a movie, and if, by any chance, he's able to sell it, he wants me to narrate some of it because he needs a real main accent. My wife said, Can you fake it? Now, we all, by that I mean the guys in the band, my trio, myself, and you, we all love Count Basie, right? Is anybody that doesn't love Count Basie? So what we would like to do right now, ladies and gentlemen, is a little segment of music, some tunes that are very much identified with the great, late Count Basie. You, you're driving me crazy. Wait, wait, later, later, okay. What did I do? I'll need you later. What did I do to you? Mama got tears for you. Make everything hazy, cloudy. The skies are blue. How true were the friends who were near me to cheer me? Believe me, they knew. Were the kind who would hurt me, desert me when I needed you. Play it for me, John. Now everybody called him sweets. 
He played with Basie in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s. Boy, he produced some mean trumpet feats. He went boo-ba-doo-dee-doo-doo. He went shoo-ba-doo-dee-doo-doo. He went Ending on a ninth, was he not? Are they all in indeed? We have an elder. Oh, I got to thank you for listening to the humble farmer. You know, with any luck at all, I'm here every week at this time playing old-fashioned music just for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I am at. I can be reached at the humble farmer at gmail dot com. Love to hear from you. We have an elderly friend who is forgetful. One morning, she called my wife Masha. To ask if Masha remembered that she was going to take her to the store, even though Masha's car was already parked in our friend's driveway. Another day, our friend spent quite a bit of time looking for a flag that she had just rolled up and put in the corner. All the while, complaining that she couldn't understand who kept taking her things. 
As unfortunate as this sounds, the problem is even more acute along some sections of the main coast, where women in their early thirties walk into a local tavern and immediately forget that they already have husbands. <laughs>